Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What is up? Family, it is time for the kickoff. Welcome to Speak. It has been a huge day at the network. Shout out to Jacoby joining the Carton Show. Shout out to Richard Sherman, Michael Irvin, Keyshawn Johnson, Lil Wayne, Skip. We saw y'all FS1. Got some big things popping. But also, there's big news in the NFL. Trey Lance going to the Dallas Cowboys, and we have to talk about it. 2-5, what's up, baby? What's up? Ah, hand off the head. <laughs> <laughs> I get busy with this thing right here. Do you? Always and forever? Always. Oh, far end, James Jones, Super Bowl champ. What's up with it? What's good, family? Uh, all good, all good. The one and only Dr. Joy Taylor, how are we? I'm great. Oh, it looked like y'all were coordinating. You know, we tried a little bit. You know, we, well, we represent for this side. Eagles, all time Russian leader. LaShawn, Shady, McCoy, the man needs no introduction, but I get paid to introduce. Anyway, you could be watching any show. You're watching Gars. We will make it worth your while. Let's get it started with first and ten, please. Rams. Not the Rams. Their counterpart, the 49ers. They're moving off from Trey Lance. Remember, they gave up three first-round picks to acquire Trey Lance, but now they're sending him to the Dallas Cowboys for a fourth round pick. Talk about a depreciating asset. The Niners made the massive move to draft Trey Lance back in 2021. Kyle Shanahan, head coach, said, quote, it was time to move on for him and for us. <laughs> I've missed this show. We've been gone for a week, been off for a week. I have desperately missed this show. We are back. Shady, you are back. Talk to me. Do you like how the 49ers have handled Trey Lance? I'm going to say yes. They gave him every chance they can get. I mean, from, from, you know, all the injuries, I think in that room, right, and then he gets a chance to start. And when he started, mm -hmm. we didn't see much. Okay, so now Brock Purdy comes in, he starts balling out. It's hard to not play Brock. He's a young rookie, last pick in the draft, balling out, giving the team a chance to win. He did that. Then they go to the offseason, right? He gets hurt, or, or um, Brock gets hurt, new season. And they all have a chance to perform, right? Now they, they, they bring in um, Sam Darnold and a lot of rumors and a lot of my sources. I got a lot of sources. They got sources. I got a lot of homies. I got a lot of, in the upper office and players. And all of them said, all the reports and my sources said that he's been outplayed. By a tremendous margin. So when you ask how they handled it the right way, I'm thinking, yes. Only thing they could have did is kept them because they are paying him. But I, I think in this league, you're always trying to get better. You know, one of the, one of the GMs that I, I, I model my, my career after as far as his learning the game is Howie. Howie yeah. Rosen for the Eagles, one of the best. And he's always saying, Shady, it's, it's hard to get stars in this league. It's even harder to get backups. It's even harder to get some solid, productive, you know, guys on the depth chart. So knowing that, that's what the Niners had to do. Trey's not the answer. We traded all these draft picks to get him. We took a risk. It didn't work. Boom. What do you do now? Let's correct it. Let's try to give him. They did the right thing. Sent to the Cowboys. Maybe Cow the Cowboys can do something with him. But they want to get some to, to help at that depth chart. And I hate to say it, but they did the best thing possible. Mm -hmm. 
Well, I don't think that they handled this well. Come on. Okay. I don't think they handled it well from the moment they traded into the pick to take Trey Lance. Multiple things can be true. The 49ers can reach an NFC championship game with pretty much anyone at quarterback. They did it with a seventh-round rookie. Yeah. That can be true. It can also be true that they have not won a Super Bowl doing things the way that they have been currently doing them. It can also be true that this was one of the biggest and most costly swings in the history of the NFL draft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. It took four picks to get Trey Lance there. Mm. He played in four games. Mm. Started in four games. Mm-hmm. He's two and two. Four picks? Four picks. So on one hand, you either have to tell me that the draft and picks and draft capital doesn't matter. You can use as much as you want and make wild choices, or this was actually costly. And on top of that, let's be honest about this pick. It was an arrogant swing. Yeah. It was arrogant. This isn't a a, a guy that's played four years at Alabama. This isn't a guy that is coming out of Georgia, LSU, or Clemson. Any big school. It is any big school. Played for three years, started for three years for any big school. He played in 19 games. He had 17 starts, 318 pass attempts at North Dakota State. And it took three firsts and one third to get him here for him to play in four games. Mm. No, I don't like how they handled this. They didn't develop him. This is supposed to be the quarterback factory. Anybody can go there and have success. So either you missed horribly and it cost your team four picks, three first round picks and a third, and all you got back from him was a fourth. Mm. I can't sugarcoat it. (laughs) This is an unmitigated disaster. And the only way that you can recover from this to me, with this roster, is winning a Super Bowl. I, I just want to say this. I, I thought it was more of the of like the trade, him and going to the yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. But as far as the whole thing, like you said, I agree with that. It's interesting. I Getting, I love how they handled the situation. The, tr- the trade. Yes. Of yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And okay, how yeah, they've handled yeah. the situation since they drafted Trey Lance. Okay, okay. I don't like them drafting Trey Lance. But at the end of the day, and if right. you heard Kyle Shanahan speak about it, Trey Lance's rookie year. Want to get him out there? He breaks his index finger on his throwing hand. Yeah. What can the Niners do about that? So he's slow to develop on the field. What happened Trey Lance's second year? He shouldn't have started. We know he shouldn't have started his second year because both Jimmy Garoppolo ended up better than Trey Lance and Brock Purdy ended up better than Trey Lance. So why did he start? Because they wanted to get him repetitions. He starts week one versus the Chicago Bears. Well, week two, I believe, against the Seattle Seahawks, he gets hurt again. Now you come into the offseason going into his third year. Now you realize he's not actually that good, and he's lost any sort of equity. His first year, you tried to play him, broke his index finger. His second year, you tried to play him, he broke his leg. So now what do you do his third year? You can't complete, continue to make the same mistake over and over and over. I also don't mind them drafting Trey Lance because y'all been at a casino. Y'all know I like to play me some blackjack. When do you actually press? You press when you're up. You don't press as soon as you get to the table. Yeah. And you sure as heck don't press when you're down. You press when you're playing with house money. You press when you're up. 49ers went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo in 2019. Oh, you know what? We went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy G? Let's press the bet. What the, what the Browns do the second they went to the playoffs? Oh, snap, we up? We went to the playoffs with Baker? After. Press the bet. Deshaun, we gonna press. So I don't mind how the 49ers have handled this. I do wish Trey Lance was better. Obviously, we all do. But once you realize he was bad, you gave him his first year, got hurt. Gave him his second year, got hurt. What's there to do, Jay? So for me, I, I don't like it at all uh, one bit because 
Every time you talk about Cal Shanahan, anybody talks about Cal Shanahan, right? He the quarterback whisperer, right? He gets all these quarterbacks. Matt Schaub, right? He got him to play. Matt Ryan, he got him to play. RG. Jimmy G, he got him to play. RG3. Obviously, obviously Brock oh, yeah, Purdy. RG3, yeah, right? Yeah. Got all these dudes. He's the, he's the quarterback whisperer. You gave Trey Lance four starts, right? And the four starts we seen him, he was running that ball in between the tackles like he was a running back, right? In, in those four starts, right? I'm not saying Trey Lance is better than Brock Purdy. But Sam Darnold has been in this league for I don't know how long, and he has more interceptions than touchdowns. He has had plenty of opportunities in this league to start and show a franchise that I'm that type dude, right? Or I'm a starter. So for me, I'm not saying starter, but this dude should be able to have a little bit more of an opportunity to develop under you giving up three first round picks to be the backup quarterback. Mm. We know what we're getting from Sam Darnold. But here's, here's nothing. My, here's the only issue I have with that is we say four starts and that is true, but it was also over 700 days. Like, James, you know enough about football as a coach now. I think you coach your sons. You know enough about television. If somebody sits at this desk for 700 days, I know whether or not they can do TV. If somebody plays a quarterback position for 700 days, I know whether or not they can develop. Now, Sam Darnold, you're not going to so get likely a fourth-round pick for him. Whereas but, but, you will but, but for Trey what Lance. I'm saying, if Sam Darnold stood up here for 700 days, you know he ain't doing good for TV neither. That's all I'm saying. What Sam Darnold has put on tape since he has came into the National Football League, right, has not been good. You're talking about more interceptions and touchdowns. He does not win. We talk about him seeing goals. So for me, you gave up three first-rounders, right? We don't know. You guys lost the NFC Championship last year because Brock Purdy got hurt. All I'm saying is I feel like he deserved a chance to be the backup quarterback for you to develop him because you gave up three first-round picks from him and not trying to go with Sam Darnold to you a like guy we already know You like what the upside we of Trey Lance over the known of Sam Darnold. But I'm saying if you a uh, coach that can develop players and but you gave up everything and the only reason why uh, Lynch gave up everything is because you, Cal Shannon, had to say you could get this dude right. What's fascinating to me, because, Joy, you used an interesting phrase, right, the upside of Trey Lance. We've heard a lot about that, Shady, with, with the trade as of late. My question is very simple. What upside? Like, like I, I will ask anybody, show me the upside. Because we talk about, and Shady said this two weeks ago, Trey Lance is a great runner. He wasn't that great a runner before he broke his leg. Now, since he's broken his leg, and if you all have ever broken your leg or broken any part of your body, you know how hard that is to come back from. So from a running standpoint, what upside? From a cerebral standpoint, I can show you a plethora of tapes where it's like, oh, you're not even seeing basic concepts. You're not seeing a cover three defense. You're not seeing a cover two defense. You're not seeing a cover four defense. These are defenses that I coach in Little League. These are defenses I'm coaching when I'm coaching uh, sorority games back in college. When I'm coaching my homeboys pickup games, you're not seeing the basics. So I'm very simply saying, what upside? I don't know what upside he would have because he played 17 games at North Dakota State. Mm. What do you expect here? This is what I'm saying. If he was a third, the third pick in the draft, and that was you were sitting at the third pick and you chose him and you took that swing. You took it for the upside. Cool. There are, there are players everywhere in the draft that don't work out. There are a ton of undrafted players that do work out in this league. So if you, if you take that pick with the third pick in the draft, that's where you were sitting, okay. 
you used all three first round picks for him. So I don't have a problem of you not doubling down on a mistake, but how much is this mistake actually going to cost the Niners? That is my question. Because we continuously back it up with, okay, he can make Sam Darnold work. Sam Darnold looks better in this system. Brock Purdy, last pick in the, in the draft, a rookie last year, wins games, wins playoff games. Is the goal of the 49ers to get to the NFC Championship game or is the goal of the 49ers to win the Super Bowl? Because if the goal of the 49ers is to get to an NFC Championship game, great. I have nothing else to say. You continue to do that. That, that, that seems to be okay with everyone. But if we're talking about winning a Super Bowl, they need to be strategically better at this because we don't know if Brock Purdy is, the, is, is good so, enough to win during the regular season an entire season yet. I think he is, but we've seen guys have lightning in a bottle year after year. I'm just confused on like, what do you two, what do y'all want, what do y'all want them to do? What do y'all want the, the Niners to do? Because I like I'm keep them. I'm saying, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask you. I keep saying it. So what are y'all trying to say? I'm. I would want the Niners to keep to him keep as him? the backup quarterback okay. and develop him. If something okay. was to happen to Brock, Brock Purdy, you gave up right. three first rounds for this young kid. I want to see you as a head coach develop him. You gave up all that because you felt like the upside from so, what you've seen from him was like that. We know what we're getting from Sam Darnold. If you tell me that it was a Nick Foles, a guy that has been winning or whatever behind him, I understand that Sam Darnold has not proven anything in this league, Shady. So my, my, my issue was, was that is this. As arrogant as y'all know the front office to be, with GMs and all them guys, they are arrogant. They don't want to never miss, right? So they've given him enough chances. I mean, when you have camp and you compete, I'm just thinking about it. We want, if Brock Party came back, be there, we want, they want Trey to be out there with the quarterback, right? right? So we're out there competing, and, and one guy looks way better than the other one, and we're trying to win. Why, I don't know, why won't we play him? So, so for example, like. You're talking, I, I, you're talking about Purdy. No, I'm talking about Trey. Purdy wasn't playing the whole camp. He wasn't playing the whole camp. And it was, at one point, it was Trey. Correct. And, and it was Sam Darnold. Yeah. And Sam was beating him out. But my thing to y'all is this. So many times in the NFL where a team goes out there and they trade all these picks to get a first-round draft pick, and they draft him, right? Yeah. He's not that good. And they just play him they, anyway. And, and everyone, he gets a chance over yep. and over and over again because of where he got drafted at. Correct. Where now, and that's like, that's not fair. Where a guy that maybe was drafted lower is probably better. He don't get I'll the same chance. It, let me speak to it. Let I, me speak and to I it. I definitely it was, understand It that. was 2014, and I don't think you'll mind me calling him by name because he's admitted he was probably drafted too high. 2014, Eagles draft Marcus Smith. He's out of Louisville. He played with Teddy Bridgewater. We drafted him in the first round. We had Trent Cole at the time. We had Brandon Graham at the time. We're like, what you drafting a pass rusher? We had nowhere to play him. Yeah. We got Brandon Graham. We got Trent Cole. I think we had Connor Barwin. We had nowhere to play him. So coach is like, you know what? We'll play him at inside backer. Mm. We, we got to get him on the field. He's a first-round pick. Got to get him on the field. Against the San Francisco 49ers, they do a throwback pass to Frank Gore, takes it all the way to the crib. Why? Because of Marcus. Gave up big play after big play. But you have to play him because he's a first-round pick. But there comes a point in time, though, James. There comes a point in time where you have been given enough opportunity. Trey Lance, only reason he started last year was because he was a first-round pick. But he wasn't pick. just a first-round pick. He, there, you're talking about a first-round pick. He wasn't just a first-round pick. He was three first-round picks but what, and a third-round pick. But what do you want them to do? I, don't, I think no, that the best but, man should but, play. But, I think the best man should play. Yes, but I'm saying two but, things. But I don't have a problem with them trading him, and I, and I think it will end up being the best thing for Trey Lance because he's going to go to Dallas, and he, he won't be pressured to play. He'll be able to, to develop if he can. He can chill. He's not going to take anybody's position. But two th for me, it's two things. This was a colossal L. You're saying a first-round pick. He wasn't a first-round pick. He was three players. It wasn't L. So, but so, you take the same thing he's about to do in Dallas. It's the same thing that I just want the Niners to do with but him. Here's, here's Develop the, the young fella. But here's the difference. Shady, we is, know what Sam Darnold brings. But that's, that's, I think that is an incomplete statement. We know what's, if, if you're Kyle Shanahan, make yourself Kyle Shanahan for a moment. You know who Sam Darnold is with them. 
You don't know who Sam Darnold is with you. You know who Trey Lance is with you. You don't know who Trey Lance is with them. So while you know who Sam Darnold is and Joy does and I do and, and Shady does and Todd Bowles does, former head coach of the Jets, and Matt Rule does, former head coach of the Panthers, they know who Sam Darnold is. We don't actually know who Sam Darnold is with the Niners, but I don't even care about Sam Darnold. The fact is, to Joy's point, they took an L. Don't cry over Spill Mel. They did. You took a colossal L if you want to say that. But now, move on, get a pick, and see what happens. I mean, they spilled like 24-karat gold truffle oil... Reserve, triple reserve belt. They did. They did. Well, speaking of spilling things, it looks like the Cardinals' whole season might be spoiling. Are they tanking for superstar out of USC, Caleb Williams? They literally just traded away the guy who was supposed to start their season at quarterback in Colt McCoy. We have to talk about that next. Don't forget, you can check us out every day on the Fox Sports channel on Sirius XM. Hey, college football fans, Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Okay, let's get the second and short. Got to keep this one tight, but this is shocking. The Arizona Cardinals, they've already said that Kyler Murray is going to start on the PUP list. Very simply put, he's not going to play for the first month and change of the season. But get this, Colt McCoy, 12-year NFL vet, my former teammate, supposed to be the starter, got released earlier today. Many are saying it's for the man on your screen, Caleb Williams. I had the privilege of watching Caleb Williams this season in USC's opener. He is a dude, supposed to be the top pick in next year's NFL draft. I won't throw any shade yet, James Jones. <laughs> Prepare yourself. SC did beat James Jones' alma mater. Anyway, Joy Taylor, the Cardinals, many people are suspecting that they might be tanking. Do you think the Cardinals are tanking? <sighs> it kind of smells, smells a little funny in here. <laughs> it really does. Plus, you know, once somebody does something and they show you who you are, who they are, you, you kind of have to believe them. And the Cardinals did take Josh Rosen and then move right up off of him immediately. So this is a team that has shown they are willing to move off of a pick. You want to talk about, we just talked about moving off a pick. They're not married to any kind of what they feel may be a mistake. I mean, they finished the season 4-13 and 13 last year, lost seven straight games. The last quarterback to win a game for Arizona actually was Colt McCoy, playing the Rams, John Wolford's Rams last year. The current quarterback options that they have have an NFL record of 1-18. and 18. Lord. So it doesn't look like they're approaching the season really well prepared <laughs> at yeah. that position. Yeah, that now, I don't like this. I really don't like tanking in general as a concept from the beginning of the season because I, I, I think it's difficult, and you all played formally, so you can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think that there is, it's hard to turn a culture of losing around like that. It, it, it's hard to make that pivot. Even though players and coaches don't really tank, organizations try to put you in that position if that's what they want. And at a certain point in the season, like, you know you're sorry and you just, you're not going to push through this injury. And, you know, you just, there's a different mentality in the building. So I don't love it, but it sure looks like that's what they're planning. 
Cardinals tanking. <laughs> Cardinals, Cardinals tanking. tanking huh? Again, I, again, I know Colt McCoy well. I went back to, uh, to college with Colt McCoy. I was in his wedding. I know him very well. But more importantly, as a football player, dude going to win you a couple games. Yeah. He's going to win the Cardinals some games this year. Look at his completion percentage last year, 68%. Everything he does is on time. Now, you knew the Cardinals were probably tanking because they ain't got no talent. They emptied the yeah, cupboard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Uh, let's get rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, J.J. Watt, you retire. No big deal. Mm, Isaiah Simmons, we don't really know what we're going to do with you. Let's trade you away, too. So you knew there was a chance they were tanking. Yeah. But now you want to trade away the one most important piece who had all of the experience. Colt McCoy goes back as a starter to the Cleveland Browns in the year 2010, if I'm not mistaken, when they drafted him in the third round. So this is a dude with experience who's quarterback, and you just up and get rid of him? Yeah. People always say, like, ah, oh, there's no tanking in pro sports. You can't tell athletes to go out there and loaf. That is true. But you can put in players that are not as capable of winning as other players. Mm -hmm. Josh Dobbs got traded on Thursday, four days ago. Mm -hmm. He's going to be the starter. Or Clayton Toon, fifth-round pick, who I covered in college out of Houston. Good player. Yeah. But a fifth-round pick. Yeah. Young boy. So, to me, Jay, this is as close to tanking mm -hmm. as I have ever seen. It is, and you're right. I mean, number one, the roster is not that good anyway with the Cardinals, with uh, Colt McCoy under center, right? But then you trade away Colt McCoy, who's a veteran, who understands this offense, who can get the ball out to the receivers that they have because they have some speed. And you're right. You can put the players out there to really not win football games. And you know what that messes up? That messes up the locker room. That gets in the receivers' heads, the running backs' heads, all them heads. Because I know now I got to go out there with, with Dobbs and I'm <laughs> Hollywood Brown. Hold up. <laughs> Hammy hurt. <laughs> you know, it's just stuff, it's just stuff like that because you're like, man, I'm not going to go out there with this young dude, mess around, get hurt or, or anything like that. So they absolutely are tanking it. But this is, this is big right here because if you do try to tank it and you do not win that number one pick, Woo. right, then what you going to do? You're going to trade a bunch of picks to go get them? So for me, this screams a little bit more than that because as for me, I really, when, I, when I seen this trade, I'm like, Kyler Murray got to hurry up and come back. Like, I know everybody's looking like, you know, once he come off the pup list, if they won in seven or whatever that may look like and all that, he shouldn't come. No, he has to play. But he can't. He can't. If you come off the pup list and you can play, he has to go. He has to play some type of football this year or he will be traded. Shady, and this I want, is a tank. I want you to weigh in before I respond to that point. But where, where do you stand? You think the Cardinals tank? Uh, yeah, I beat him around the bush. Oh. I, don't, I don't know why. I mean, listen. <laughs> If it quack like a duck, look like a duck, <laughs> smell like a duck, it's a duck. They take it. What are we talking about? Listen, your, your, your franchise quarterback is hurt. He's not playing, right? You, you, you trade a veteran in Colt McCoy who everybody can say he's a solid backup. Release him. Release like when, 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 when sometimes as players, when you have a backup, you're like, oh, man. Yeah. We have certain backups. You're like, okay, we, 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 we still solid. We can win with him. Yep. That's one. Isaiah Simmons, he's that type of uh, safety where you can move him anywhere. You, as a defensive coordinator, you love a guy like that. You can move him around, do different things with him. They're not trying to win here. They got a new coach. That's always the best time to tank. Mm -hmm. New coach. Our expectation level is not high. We can do different things. So I just feel like this, man. Caleb Williams out there. Kyler, Kyler is up and down. I call him little man. I would take it. Go and tank. You're doing the right thing. Give some players, get some talent, and go out there and compete in your division. Here's the hard part, though, and, and Joy alluded to it, is in the locker room, Oh, it's going to be hard. If you boot a Baker. It's going to be hard. If you a Pro Bowl man. caliber, all pro caliber safety, you Hollywood Brown, you Rondell Moore. And you got to go out to practice. Yeah. Forget the games. The games is a fun part, America. Yeah. What y'all don't realize is you got to go out to practice. 20 periods, 24 periods. 
in the heat. And you got to run through these drills knowing good and well you don't have a chance on Sunday. And the reason you don't have a chance is because you quite literally don't have a capable quarterback. No slight to Dobbs. Dobbs don't even got burn in this system for me to get him. He ain't been there yet. Exactly. If Dobbs had been playing, you know, I might change my opinion a little bit. I think Dobbs showed competency for the Titans last week. He did. No, he did. He did. You know, he showed competency. I think he was playing the Jags and almost won that game however it went. So my question is strategically, though. You're gonna you're gonna trade Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. It's a forty-six million dollar cap hit. So you're you're bad this year. Mm. Say you gotta be bad enough, because you yeah, can't be kinda bad. So you gotta, you gotta be bad, bad enough, because nobody's trading out of that first pick. If they get that first pick, it better be because the, somebody great got hurt and they wound up in that spot. There's no other way that anyone's passing on Caleb Williams mm-hmm. to get that spot. So you better have the number one spot. Then you're going to have a $46 million cap hit. So it's not like you're going to be able to spend any money on anybody to bring in to bolster the, the roster that was bad last year intentionally. So now you got two years of being bad, really, because Caleb Williams is a rookie. You're going to assume it's going to be rocky, right? Doesn't Kyler Murray have to get some burn in order for you to to. trade him as well? The reason I say he can't, though, is because I'm thinking about it selfishly, and everybody at this desk, make yourself Kyler Murray for a second. You're coming off an injury, Mm -hmm. so you already know you're, to some degree, more susceptible for injury. I was studying ACL tears before. I think, Joy, you may have torn yours. The person who tears their ACL is three times as likely to tear their other ACL as the person who has never torn their ACL. So you come off an ACL tear off rip. So you know you're more susceptible. Your team is sorry. So what are you playing for? Check on cash either way. You're not playing for your job because more than likely you're getting saved. But this is NFL, though. Like, they can't, as a team, you're just going to sit Kyler Murray? As a player. If I'm He can't say he can't play. Absolutely can. Most players do. Most players would be like, I'm hurt. Well, Kyler, Kyler Murray, like I say... I, you're talking about 230 M's, right? Yeah. So somebody's going to have to come trade for that as well, too, right? And I'm trading for that knowing that you have not took a snap. You know, like, I, I don't know what I'm getting. I can see if you're a young player and I'm trading for you, you know what I mean, and, and you ain't making millions. That, that's different. You are about to – you have to pay this man bread, Right? So that, that's difference. He has to go out here and show other teams, if this is going to happen, that I can play this game. I truly believe if Kyler Murray plays, they're not going to get the number one pick because they are going to win some of these games when Kyler Murray plays. But you know how Kyler Murray is that type there's, talent. There's a little bit of nuance to it all because Kyler doesn't necessarily have to say, I don't want to play, and the coaches don't have to necessarily say, don't play. No, he's so what's, the, what's his trade right value from another team to come and pay him $230 exactly. million if, if he's been injured and he didn't play this Well, year. the kicker is this. If the Cardinals do eat the majority of that first $46 million, remember, by the time you are acquiring Kyler, which would be next Next year, where Kyler ranks in quarterback value will probably be, as you all know. But he also wouldn't have played football for almost a, a, that, that, a season and a half. That, that is true. We've seen it happen before. We've seen the Cleveland Browns do the same thing. And I'm assuming. So we, and, and we I don't, don't know if that's going to work out yet I either. I don't know off, the, off, off rip right now, and, 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 and our researchers should help us. But I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there's probably no trade clause in there, right, for Kyler Murray. Right, so he's going to have to approve this. We're going to have to figure that out, too, because he's going to have to approve this because we know if they do want to trade him, he's not going to no boo-boo to foo-foo. But he's going to a contender. But where is worse than Arizona? Like, outside of quarterback, anywhere Kyler can go, truth be told, roster-wise, will be better. But than now the for Kyler, the mindset got to be, I got to win a championship. I got to get to one of them rosters, whatever that roster I may don't look know, like. I don't, he doesn't so, have a no-trade clause. Yeah. Just heard that. It's fascinating nonetheless. But what mm. else is fascinating? Aaron Rodgers finally played football. His preseason debut with the Jets versus the Giants. We will tell you what we learned. He threw a touchdown pass. Oh, it was a special moment, he said. We got a lot to say about that next on Speak. 
Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Come on into the film room, family, because we have to break down Aaron Rodgers' preseason debut. Now, this is what I have been saying, and hopefully the tape can now show it, bringing it full circle. The Jets' offensive line is supposed to be the weak link of the team. But if Aaron Rodgers can continue to get the ball out this fast, 2.6 seconds, then you won't see that weak link be exploited. Make yourself at home, this individual up top. You will be Jahad Ward. He is unblocked on this play. If you unblock, you got to get a sack, right? Remember, unblocked. You, you, you have to get a sack, right? No, the ball is out. So now, if you're Ward, all that was was a nice little conditioning drill at home. Let's let the play run. So he just got himself a nice little 15-yard, 20-yard sprint. Okay, let's get to the next play. Once again, I'm going to make you number 55 for the New York Giants. You're going to be Ward this time. Ward, he's at the bottom of the, he's at the top of the screen still. Unblocked once again. Now here's what's so fascinating. Oh, I'm gonna get a sack, right? No, I am not. Aaron Rodgers is getting the ball out. But this is what I found most interesting. Look at all the Giants in this picture. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's only 11 players on defense. I just showed you eight of them are in the frame. Where's number 55? He's struggling to get into the frame because he's tired, boss. Aaron Rodgers getting the ball out that quickly, it will make things much more difficult on defenses and the offensive line, as bad as they may be. I don't think they're that bad. It'll be mitigated. Now, you also remember the touchdown play. Aaron Rodgers, he sees Garrett Wilson. James Jones will talk a little bit more about what he saw later. But right now, ball's out. Ball's out. Three steps. Ball's out. Garrett Wilson, one-on-one. Touch. Down. What was most fascinating to me as I watched the game, Jets, Giants, regardless of who you're playing, you could put Bruce Smith, Reggie White, DeMarcus Ware at the defensive line. If the ball's coming out in two seconds, you're not sacking him. That was my biggest takeaway, James, as I watched your former teammate on this past weekend. But when you watched, yeah. obviously they were playing Giants backups. Mm-hmm. You did to Giants backups what you yeah. should do to yeah. Giants backups. What did you take away from Aaron Rodgers? Well, I took away... Exactly what you just said. He makes everybody around him better, and that includes the O-line. I know the O-line is the question mark on this football team, but Aaron Rodgers' football IQ, how fast he gets this football out of his hands, he is not going to take a lot of sacks. What's special about that is those two pass plays to Wilson – were designed run plays. And Aaron Rodgers are saying, if you want to man up my dude, 
All right, you know what? This smoke route on the backside of this run is an extension of the run game. So right here, as you can see, right, Aaron Rodgers is alert, alert. Let's switch the run. Hold on, right wait, here. wait, 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 wait for the camera, 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 because this was one of the most intriguing things you taught me before the show. Aaron Rodgers, he's given this hand signal, alert, alert. What is that saying? Alert, alert, just switching the run, right? That's just letting you know, hey, we switching this run to the left or to the right. Okay, All cool, right? cool. But on the back side of every run, as you know right now, this run is going to the right, is a built-in smoke route. Okay. And if Aaron Rodgers sees one-on-one, -on -one, or if Aaron Rodgers sees off coverage, he's saying in his mind that I'm going to dump this ball out here to Wilson because this is an extension of the run game. He's going to pick up minimum five yards. So this yards. was a designed run play, because you can see all the offensive yep. linemen are quite literally run blocking, but he sees the, the DBs about five yards off. He's going to pick up a quick, really, 12 yards gain plus the face mask turned into a 27 yard gain on this play now break down the touchdown pass for me and right here i want you to pause it right here pause it for me right here this is another design run play aaron Rodgers sees man to man now keep your eyes on aaron Rodgers because you're gonna see real real quick his left hand taps that shoulder it is to subtle. alert wilson that i want you to run a fade ball and he sees it Right here, you'll see it, sees it, fade ball coming up. But this is another design run, and it equals a touchdown because Aaron Rodgers checks last-minute fade ball to Wilson. Now, these are against backup, so why should we care? Like, this, he's playing backup players for the Giants. Why does it matter to you that, like, Aaron Rodgers is doing this versus Giants second-teamers and third-string? Well, we should care, number one, is because these dudes is on the same page. We should care, number two, because these two dudes are superstars. We, we, we ain't acting like just because it's going to be a Jalen Ramsey out there or uh, uh, the White from the Buffalo Bills out there. Like, hey, he, whoever's out there, he is about to get busy. But the chemistry already, you talk about one football game and how him and, and Wilson is clicking, this offense is going be special and he's not gonna see a lot of that. that that's all everybody needs to see I'm not finna keep manning him up making this easy on Aaron Rodgers he's not gonna see that he's gonna see some help over the top or it's gonna be too easy Y'all done uh, with the pom-poms with this preseason game. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no defensive uh, coverages. That they, they're not disguising it. Ain't nothing. It's one-on-one, man-on-man. It, man. it will never game. be like that ever in their game. It's like that. Just look, one-on-one, -on -one, I got you. You got me. Third and five. It's never going to be. Man. They'll see one-on-one. Not like that. At least we got, like safety, that. we got safety playing around. Is he coming? Is he not coming? Is he helping? I mean, you said y'all be there and rock this man-on-man. Man. I'll say this. Yeah, but we did disguise things. That's like the first play of camp. That was easy. Now, I do like to sit there on the same page. I like that. This, as a wide receiver, and I think as a quarterback, longs are on the same page. They, they look at the same coverage the same way. They make their little signals, yep. right, change the plays up. So I do love that part, but I got to be real with y'all, man. Like, this is this preseason. That is, right? That's true. Number 38, I don't know, nobody knows who that is for the, for the, for the uh, Giants. Who is that guy? Who is he? This is another quarterback that's got scored on. So when they play the Bills, that's when we really can see, okay, is all that stuff working? Or was this preseason against I understand the, against what you're the talking about, but I don't care who out there. I don't care what game it is. It's confidence in everything. If you go out there and look the right way and clicking on all cylinders, it's, it's, it's confidence in everything. I guess. You can't tell me that that right there don't get confidence for Jets fans and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron, he looks happy right there. He looks real confident. Yeah, we kicked their butt. <laughs> Come on. Come on. What's wrong? Uh, the one thing I wasn't in high school was a cheerleader, Shady. So you're not going to get any pom-poms over here. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't think I learned anything. That, that, that's what you should be able to do. I think it's a good thing. It's, it's a good thing to have some confidence. It's a good mm -hmm. thing to show connection. It's a good thing that they're not struggling, right? It's a good thing he's getting it out fast. But it's, it's, it's preseason, that's the backups for the Giants. 
It's to see it week one. And I know that's not exciting. That's not really fun and not really insight. But it's just the truth. I can't get crazy about this. Do that against Dallas. I know you said Bruce Smith and who else did you say? Reggie White and uh, Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, Bruce Smith, Reggie White, and Lawrence Taylor on that line. He ain't getting that ball out like that. He, that he is. The ball coming out. Okay. <laughs> I, respectfully, three of the, of the greatest uh, defensive players of all time against the Jets' offensive line, I don't care how fast he gets the ball out. I, I don't think that happens, respectfully. I don't know. Shady, I feel crazy, but respectfully, I don't think that happens. I think it's an exaggeration. It's, it's the New York Jets' backups in a preseason game. I think it looked good, and that's a positive, but I, don't, I can't overreact to anything that happens in preseason. It should be what it is. If you're the starting quarterback, if you're a franchise player, you should be able to drive down the field, backups or not, and score a touchdown and make it look good and make it look confident and make it look on time. That's what you should be doing. But, and Jets fans, get excited. That's what you're supposed to do. Jets fans get excited. The players in the locker room should feel good about it. But I can't sit here with any confidence and say that I feel great about it because I haven't seen it against the Bills. I haven't seen it against Micah Parsons in that Dallas defense and that Dallas secondary. But y'all should feel confident about it because he has four MVPs and that's how it looked. Real easy. That was it. That looked no, like I'm that saying, but because I'm, it was the Giants. But what backups. I'm saying, I'm just talking about ball coming out of his hands. Here's, here's, here's what ball look, coming out of his hands. Here's my thing, though, Jay. Is like look backup or starter. If I am unblocked to the quarterback, it does not take talent. That should be a sack. The only thing that keeps me from sacking a quarterback if I am unblocked is how fast it takes me to get there and how fast the quarterback gets the ball out. So if on the on the, it does not matter if that was Garrett Wilson versus. Jalen Ramsey, if that's Garrett Wilson versus, I think it was number 34. It may have been number 38. The other thing for me, though, mainly is seeing them be on the same page. That's it. Like, seeing them be on the same page. A guy like Stephon Gilmore, one of my good friends, one of the best top corners in the league. And uh, we were talking about this all, like, the new additions, right? Him going to the Cowboys. He's talking about Aaron Rodgers. And we were talking about all the the different things around the NFL. And we got to the the Packers. He was like, how good Aaron Rodgers is. And he said he's going to do good with the Giants or with the Jets. But one thing he said is, like, Playing him, I'm studying him. Yep. I know he wants to get the ball out quick. I know he wants to throw him the back shoulder. Correct. So, why am I over crazy about this preseason game with the with number 38 that nobody knows for the Giants is because when he goes against a guy like Stephon Gilmore, sure. I'm waiting on that quick pass. Sure. I'm waiting on that back shoulder sure. because I can defend that. But here's the thing, here's the thing, though, Shady. Let's talk. It's gonna be a difference. Like, 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 give me a second. Give me a second. Sure. Because what did Aaron Rodgers do uniquely and better than any quarterback ever is quick count. That's it. Somebody yeah. running on the field, quick count. count. All week, Joy, we prepare, get off the field when you substitute personnel because Aaron Rodgers will yeah. catch you all week. Right. You can be a pro bowler, you can be an all pro. We prepare for it all week. What do you think happens every and we, week? Because we, we prepare for it. So, we uh, so my point is, though, 2-5, it's like, okay. yes, you don't have to beat Gilmore. You got to beat the weak link. Gilmore's going to be strapped up all day. But if, if you look right and you see Gilmore's impressed, and then you look, and you look left and, and Diggs is 10 yards off, you're going to throw it there. Okay. If you look left and Diggs is impressed and you look right and but, Deron Curse is 10 yards not, off, you're going to throw it there. But not Find only the that, weak link. We're, I, hear we're, 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 I hear you. That sounds good. I believe me and Acho are looking at this like these are two great players. It don't matter who out there. This dude had a thousand yards with Zach Wilson and Mike White. Right. He don't care who out there covering him. Yeah. He winning. What? He getting open. So all we're saying is from this tape, the chemistry that these two dudes got already, I, how fast the ball's listen. coming out for Aaron Rodgers to be able to help this offensive line is going to be key, and I, it ain't going to change whoever's out there. I totally agree, but it'll be it'll be a lot harder. I, I totally oh, agree. No, we, we I, I, I've there. always had my best against preseason game. I don't know why that is, but. I had my best games there. No, I don't disagree. But they don't want to tackle 
I don't think you have some really good games against some stars, too. All I'm saying is that, yeah, but get what I'm saying. But going against a guy like Patrick Willis to number 65 linebacker, I don't know who he is, but it's a difference. But so, so I love the chemistry part. I agree with you on that part. But I'm not going to be all this craziness and all this hype when I'm looking at this. We but he tell you to jump on. up and down. Yeah, no, well, no, you, no, was no, you. you was jumping up and down right now. I can just tell you that these dudes on the same page is going to equal good things for Jets. Give me an You got you. Hey, you got you. <laughs> Give me an like, that, that was going too much. Shady, I think, I think there's, a, there's a difference, though, between the tape we showed okay. and... Stephon Gilmore, who won Defensive Player of the Year at cornerback. Stephon, he's a right. Like, honestly, you're, you're just you gave us the best. But we there's keep like, you guys keep saying it doesn't matter who's on the other side. It, it, with context, like Stephon Gilmore. Well, well great. Maybe with context, it's going to matter who's on the defensive line. With context, it's going to matter oh, what point in the game is that offensive line that we know is shaky, tired. With context, is are they going to be on the same page every time? This is a nice play and it looks good. What's, but with what, context of an entire game, it does matter who's on the other side. This NFL player is trying to stop you. What matters is what I'm saying is if you're ten yards off, it doesn't matter. Don't who you matter are. who you like, are, the ball I have, coming out. I have out. seen Aaron Rodgers throw now passes versus Darrell Revis, so, versus Richard Sherman, mm-hmm. versus Champ Bailey. Because right. if you're 10 yards off, he'll it, just okay, it don't so, matter. But, but my thing is, okay, so when we talk about these, these really good players, these defenders, they scout too, so they know that. You get what I'm saying? So they know each other's tendencies. Okay, damn, if you were 10 yards off, that, that, that smoke won't come down. Correct. So they start playing around with it. Bro, I'm listen, off, I'm listen, moving up. Listen, like, you know listen, how it is. The blessing about this is I've been in Aaron Rodgers against the superstars, mm-hmm. and they ain't stopped that play. They ain't stopped them getting people with 12 men on the field. That's they ain't stopped the well, free well, play well, yet. Well, they they ain't that, stopped none of that. Well, that, you're, you're not right, because last year they, they stopped a lot of them. I don't care. He got so, four. So, so all I'm, say, all I'm saying so is he got, all I'm all, saying is he got four MVPs doing know, what, what know, we he, just watched yeah, that, against superstars, yeah, that, Pro Bowl players, whoever. That's true. And I've caught a lot of them. So it doesn't true. matter. If Stephon Diggs or Gilmore lines up and they press coverage, he might bat it down once or twice, all but I'm, the fade all ball coming. All I'm saying is this. I think Aaron Rodgers going to do well this year. I'm rooting for him. He's been a great player, right? I think Gary Wilson's going to be a phenomenal player. Like you said, Zach Wilson's quarterback he bought out. But to me to do my job, I can't sit here and be praying with y'all when I watch this because when they play against a good defense, right, it's not going to be just an easy look. Bro, it's not going to be just – I'm just telling y'all. I'm just telling y'all. So when I, when I see it against a good defenders, I will respect them more. But here's my but thing. I can't though, right it's now. It's like it's – for me, it's all about exploitation. Great – there's 11 people on a football field. It's not about beating all 11. Can you find the weak match? That's all it is. And so it's like, Shady, you know, okay, if I got Patrick Willis there, I might not try him. I might try Justin Smith. I might try Navarro Bowman. Now, Navarro Bowman happened to be a dog, too. But it comes down to matchups. So you are right. If the Cowboys were quite literally playing 11 of Hall of Famers who were all doing their best job on that one play, if the Jets were playing them, dead play. But usually... Fatigue sets in. Usually, so so so. Why, so it, if, it, I, if I'm not mistaken, he had two drives. One was a punt. One was a touchdown. Why we ain't show no, no clips from the punt? Because the punt really only got derailed because of the penalty. I'm just asking. If, if I mean, I, I have it. I you know, know what I'm saying? All I'm saying is, like, if y'all getting the good of everything, cool. I'm with that. And and and, and I, that's somewhere that you can learn from. Showing that the, the, everybody's on the same page. Wide receiver. I'm sure the, it was the linebackers is what you and the what is it you and the safeties. Yep. Okay, and y'all got to communicate. So the quarterback and the wide receiver got to communicate. So I get that. Even the small things of he's in the cadence and he does a little this to fly, let him to fly. Yeah. I love all that. I'm just saying, for us to like parade it and, and give it so much praise so early, like we gotta see but, the real game. Even, we are he, gonna see. Hold on, real quick. All all me and me and Acho are saying right now is what y'all saying, brother. What Aaron Rodgers brings is a problem for the defense, and it doesn't matter who is out there. Like you yeah. said, Gilmore Diggs. Two cornerbacks, one of the best cornerback talents in the league, right? If Gilmore is pressed and Diggs is off, 
right? Zach Wilson is not saying, alert, alert, boom, ball out, that's, right? That's so it don't matter if you got Von Miller. No, the ball is out. And Stephon Diggs can come down and make a tackle for three yards. But the ball is coming out. And Shady, you got what I'm saying? Shady, I like the point you made because, quite literally, I don't like just pulling select plays because you can tell a, a, a BS story. Yes. If you just pull, So I do have the, the drive on the punt. I pulled the play from the drive on the punt. Take us back to the big board. Okay. I pulled the play from the drive on the punt. It was an incomplete pass. But what I actually loved about it was, was it? again. It hey, was. Not, hey, Rod, not this number 38. This, the guy this, we don't know about. This player right here, he's unblocked. The only reason I wanted to show this one, Shady, is because Zach Wilson might take a sack here. You left the safety unblocked. This is zero blitz right here. Safety's unblocked. Watch M- that player I've highlighted. Okay. He's unblocked. Aaron Rodgers is like, you know what? I'm just not, I'm just not gonna take a sack. Like the only reason I'm showing that, Man. just as a just as a highlight, is like Aaron Rodgers got the ball out in 2.6 seconds this past game. Can we can we see where it's on? I think number six was open. Number so, six. We can do this all day. We can do this all day. But no, like number six was open to me. You make a good play. I'm not here to disagree with you. Yeah, I, don't I, mean, like, the, I don't think that serves the viewer. The point I'm making is this. Last year, Tom Brady had the fewest sacks per attempt. He got the ball out in 2.45 seconds. Mm-hmm. Last year, Zach Wilson had the most. He had quite literally double Tom Brady's sacks per attempts. He got the ball out in 3.1 seconds. Aaron Rodgers this game just got the ball out in 2.6 seconds. That's half a second faster. So even in, in proving right, your right, point, right. I just showed you a play the right, right. And, and look, I didn't even see them clips, but I'm, 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 what is it? I'm seasoned in this football stuff. So quick question, right? Zero coverage, mm-hmm. right? One corner's off, other one's on, right? Pressing. They both was off. So which, which side are you working to? What side would you work to? Uh, he was working to I'm working side. to the off corner. Ain't that how it works? Both of them was off. I'm working to the off corner. Is that how that works? And in the off corner, number six is wide open. Okay. So we can Both play, we can play this game all day. I can sit here and find out ways where he should have did better. Or I could do what y'all did, say, oh, this, he did a great job here. All I'm saying is that it's preseason game against the, the, the Giants backup, which I don't think they have a, a super talented roster in the first place. Mm-hmm. I don't think the stars are that, their starters are that talented. So all I'm saying is I, I got to see against the, against the big boys. That's all I'm saying. You, I hear what you're saying. That's all I'm saying. But Jets fans should be encouraged because this ball is I coming agree. out. You're worried I about agree. the offensive line. That's what Shady is breaking down right now. You're worried about the offensive line. That's the question mark. Ball coming out of the hands, period. So I don't care if you got Von Miller. I don't care who Ooh. you got, who you playing. The ball coming out. Of Aaron's hands. We all know every quarterback ain't going into the game, whether it's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, completing every pass. It's going to happen. But the ball coming out of their hands, and they're going to make the right throws 90% of the time. Right, but but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, he got to play it against the Bills. He got to play it against the Stars. Give me your R. You got your R. You got your R. Give me your O. You got your O. You got your O. Give me your N. Aaron Rodgers. Bryce Young threw a touchdown pass in the preseason. Is that a big deal or no deal? That's next on Speak. You're very good, Shady. He's number eight eight on the field. He's number one in your heart. (laughs) Give me a break. Harper hits one in the air. Looks back. It goes. Harper. The swing of his life. MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep. Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun. And so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. 
And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hold on, let me get my rock. Let me get my rock. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, a lot has happened over the weekend. Some things are a big deal. Some things are no deal at all. We're going to let you in on all the storylines you need to know about and talk. Big deal, no deal. We'll start with the number one pick in the draft, Bryce Young. He finally threw a touchdown pass, found Adam Thielen, corner of the end zone. Remember, Adam Thielen, out season acquisition as well. Bryce Young, touchdown pass, Panthers last preseason game. Shady, big deal, no deal. I'm going big, big, big deal. I don't care if it's the first pick pick in the draft or the last pick. Every small thing for a rookie is called confidence. Mm. Scoring a touchdown like that is confidence. It builds more and more and more, and I think he's in a, his, his division's not that good, so he'll gain even more confidence, but I love to see this, so I'm going with Big Deal. Yeah, I'm with Shady. I got to go Big Deal. You got to have command of the offense. You got to be able to be connecting with your players. No, it's still the preseason. It doesn't mean anything. We just went over that. Let's go, Bryce. Yeah. But it is. it doesn't matter that he's a rookie and he is making these moves. Uh, I'm glad y'all touched on that because I was just about to say, we're talking preseason, huh? Absolutely not a big deal. The young fella going to throw plenty more, right? We all know he's poised. He played at Alabama. He was poised in Alabama, throwing a bunch of big-time touchdowns at Bama. He's going to do the same thing in the National Football League. No big deal at all. Jay, I'm going to say big deal because it starts somewhere. You got to throw one in the preseason, get that under your belt, get the jitters out the way, and then let it roll come the regular season. Okay, let's move on to maybe the biggest storyline this offseason, the running back position and the lack of them getting paid. Josh Jacobs, he did not report to Raiders minicamp, offseason activities, but now he has shown up a new one-year $12 million deal. He led the entire National Football League in rushing just last year. Shady, you the running back on the show. Big ah, deal, no deal. This is my guy right here. I'm going to go. I'm going to go big deal. I think for them to get to, to find a deal, it was, it was perfect. I mean, obviously he wanted more. He wanted a longer deal, but they didn't get it done. Um, but finally they got him there at camp. I think this knowing Josh, knowing what type of player he is, you ask him, okay, go out there and prove it. What's he do? He leads the league in rushing yards. That's hard to do. I mean, I did it. But it's hard to do. So I'm going to say big deal. I just think that hopefully for the future, they gave him a big, big contract because he deserves it. Yeah, this is a big deal. They are going to be uh, interesting already. They were going to be cataclysmic without this man back mm. there. They needed him in the building. The entire offense goes through him. Super important, and I'm glad he got paid. Well, I told y'all last time we was on here before we took a week off that the Raiders is going to the playoffs. Now that we got number eight back up in that thing, <laughs> it's even more and more we going to the playoffs. This is a big deal, right? With what? The offense and McDaniels is trying to get done. They need a run game, and they did not have one without Josh. And Josh, I'm extremely proud of you for getting yourself in that building because as as from one homeless man to another homeless man that slept out of his car, you cannot leave that $12 million out there. Go get your bread, play football, make them have to pay you and give you another big I don't think it's a big deal because I don't think the Raiders are going very far. Last oh, year, Jacobs, Jacobs had, what, like 14, 15, 1,600 yards last year, and the Raiders won about seven games. So what's he got to do this year? You got to run for 3,000. Maybe they'll win 10. I don't think it's a big deal, Jay. Okay, let's move on to college. Ooh. A name you have to know. Caleb Williams. I was there in attendance watching SC play San Jose State. Caleb Williams had four touchdown passes. Now, couple that with the Cardinals potentially tanking. There's something here, Shady. Something here. Now, Shady, you know this is James Jones' alma mater, but what's the school card again? San Jose State. No disrespect. No disrespect. No disrespect. Like, um, Acho, I'm going to go no deal at all. I mean, come on. Like, 
what are they ranked, what, top 10? USC yeah, top ranked 10, what, 7, 8? So no big deal. You got the number one prospect in football, and that's Caleb Williams. And you're playing against San, San Jose State. What is that? San Jose State. Yeah, 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 that, that's cool. Name, yeah, that's man. cool. I don't, I don't know sweet players from there other than James Jones, so I'm going to say no deal at all. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say this is a big deal, but I'm going to say it's a big deal that San Jose State put up um, 28. Oh, we still doing this thing? They did. This they thing. did. We still doing this thing where we, we, don't, have, we don't play no defense? Uh, is that, no. is that the, yeah. that's the thing? Yeah. I thought that had to change. I don't know. I'm a little concerned about that. No disrespect to San Jose State. But that is quite a few touchdowns to put up. So uh, I know that the, it was a lot of scoring. But I'm going to say big deal because of that. Yeah, this is a big deal, right? Because we put up 28 on you. That's SJSU. San Jose State put up 28. We sacked him a couple times. They couldn't really block us, right? Gave up a couple shot plays. Listen, he did what he's supposed to do, made a couple throws. But this is a big deal because when the Georgia boys come, I don't know USC schedule. When the Alabama boys come, uh, I think they're in trouble uh, from what I've seen of game one. But extremely proud of San Jose State. 28 points. We ain't losing another game this year. <laughs> mm. James, y'all lost by four touchdowns. Yeah, that's okay. Y'all lost by put, as many touchdowns as y'all scored. Two of okay, but okay, but let's talk about it though. Yeah, two of them. Let's be. talk about it though. Twenty-eight was bad. Okay. You give, you giving up, giving up twenty-eight points is not good. You know what was fascinating though? When you watch Week One games, you always say this, and defensive coaches always say. What's up with tackling? What's up with effort? Mm -hmm. Because in training camp, you don't tackle. Usually you have about three live scrimmages in college. You got a live scrimmage the first week, the second week, and the third week because you don't have preseason games. So usually tackling is always shot. Yeah. Angles defensively are always shot because you're not used to running to the ball. Go ahead, Tupac. Oh, come on, though. Like, the opponent, though, come Bruh. on. Bruh. They look, like, I'm disrespecting We know James Jones and the rest of the guys that went there. We don't even know no guys that went there. USC, they ain't no real. I was concerned Come because on. I'm like, this looked like a Lincoln-Riley team, which is both a blessing and a curse. Yeah. I'm saying. Like, that's, blessing. You, you, you are not beating Georgia like that. You're look, not beating these Alabama dudes. like that. No, but it's week one. Like, I didn't expect... Look at, number, look at number 10, number 3. Look at these. Yeah, USC right. was it's, it's by 31 and a half. But look, but look at these guys, though. Look, look, at this, look at this. What is this? Yeah, it's, it's week one for us, too, right? We're we getting our tackling right. You know what I'm saying? We, it's like midgets. It's like so midgets. you think it's just going to improve as the season goes on? Oh, Yeah, they, they have no choice. I think, like, but, one... Okay, okay, they don't have a choice, but are the, that, you, that's, that wasn't an answer. They USC's defense is a problem. Yes. But I was watching one. I was actually at the game, but then I rewatched some parts of the game. Schematically, they just did things where I'm like, one of my favorite quotes, coaches: "You're either coaching it or you're letting it happen." Schematically, USC's defense is just kind of like y'all got to fix this. They have the talent, yeah. and again, as we know, they're not seeing Georgia, they're not seeing LSU, they're not seeing Alabama, they're not seeing any of those teams unless they're fortunate enough to make it to the college football playoff. Well, isn't that the goal Utah? of having Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams? Correct. It was 21-14 at halftime. Yep. Mm -hmm. talk, talk to us. That's ridiculous. We was in that game. That's, that's embarrassing. Some, For you to be USC, to have that type of talent you have, like, that should be close. Uh, put some respect on our game, bro. You see what they played? We know how to play football, Yo, yo, man. yo. See, I'm saying it right now. We know how if to USC play football. If USC player that gets pit, they losing. They losing. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, 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 probably, probably gonna be yeah. The same score. <laughs> come on, same score. no, no, we got all them players you can name for Pitt, it's probably gonna be the same score. <laughs> no, we got no, and, 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 this is problems, because you might not be seeing the Georgias, the, the, the LSUs and all that yeah. to the playoffs, whatever, but I watched a little bit of the game. And you giving up third and 15. Correct. Third, third and 22s. Yeah, third and 22s. Like, 
If you're a championship team, you're not giving that up. Week one, week 10, week whatever. Uh, week one, you're getting okay. off the football field. Now, I, I can't, I can't con- say Third that. Third and 22? Again, we've all played week one games before. Like, we've all been there, collegiate level. I went to a national yeah. championship. Obviously, y'all have significantly better uh, uh, pro careers, but Kyle, we went to a chip. We gave up third and pluses to Colorado, and we ended up still winning. Colorado, hold up. <laughs> Colorado's way better than. The, come on up. That's uh, like this is like Colorado won one game like, last year. It's like Division One Double A. Stop. I don't even know if they won one. I don't even know how where's many they won. Where's San Jose State? Where's San Jose State, man? Put, put some respect on that. <laughs> like, it's like, it's like advanced elementary school football. They're going to lose the same way. San Jose State. No, no. They're going to lose the same way. Okay, when we return, we have to revisit the most important conversation of the day. Trey Lance headed to Dallas to join the Cowboys. But what does this trade mean for Dak Prescott? Somebody at the desk me thinks Trey Lance is the future of the Cowboys. Mm. I'll tell you who. Next. Who that? Hey, college football fans. This is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for our top story brought to you by Popeye's Louisiana Kitchen. Popeye sounds good right now. All right, we're in overtime. We got to revisit the topic from earlier today. 49ers, they traded their former first-round pick, Trey Lance, to the Dallas Cowboys for a fourth-round pick. Dak Prescott took the move in stride, saying he understands it's a business, adding, quote, that's first-round talent, and you're always trying to make the team better, close quote. Jay, what does the trade mean for Dak Prescott? Uh, The trade means that Dak Prescott is in trouble. And I don't mean in trouble of starting this year or starting next year. I'm saying in trouble for a new contract. I've watched Coach McCarthy with Aaron Rodgers sit three years and come in there and develop him and make him into Aaron Rodgers we see today, right? I'm not saying that Trey Lance has that arm talent or whatever of Aaron Rodgers, but he likes to develop his quarterbacks and get them in there. As for Dak, Shady always lets us know. Led the league in interceptions, right? Right? Don't really got a lot of confidence in him this year. If he comes out there this year and and he does throw some interceptions and all that, all right, and comes into the next season and they don't go far, win a a championship. I truly believe that this trade to get him for a fourth-round pick was to let the Cowboys know that this is the future. And I truly believe that. I don't think Dak Prescott sees another three, four-year deal as a starting quarterback for the Cowboys with Trey Lance on the roster. I truly believe that Trey Lance is the future of this football team. What what, what are we talking about right now? We're talking about Trey Lance. So, listen, I have my own personal opinion about Dak Prescott as a quarterback, right? His stats show you a lot lot of picks, et cetera, but I can say that he's a a solid quarterback. Mm -hmm. So, if Trey Lance couldn't beat Brock Purdy, who's been one year in the NFL, he couldn't beat out Sam Darnold, who you love to say how bad he is, mm-hmm. and Sam was pretty bad. You tell me he's going to go out to the Cowboys and beat one of the, 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 one of the uh, Jerry Jones, one of his favorite players? Well, that's why, I didn't say, that's why I didn't say this year or next year. That's why I said they're going to develop the young fella. But I'm saying... Yeah, I, do, if, I do believe that that's going to happen. What I'm saying is that if you, if you couldn't, like, beat out Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold, you think you'll go to the it, Cowboys? It happens every year where somebody comes right, well, out well, and balls out. I'll say this. I highly doubt it. I, I can't see it. I watched Trey Lance... I thought that he was a runner, right? He can't run at all. I watched him as a thrower. He can't develop at all as far as reads and et cetera. So it's hard for me to see it, but anything's possible. That's one thing. In life, anything's possible. So when Dak Prescott... Anything is possible. When Dak Prescott say they don't win the championship, okay. right? Okay. And his contract is up. 
mm-hmm. and Trey Lance is sitting sitting back there. Right. You think he gets another three years or four years, hundred million or well, whatnot, I, with this first rounder that they traded for? To answer, to they answer, traded for him to for answer, a reason. To answer your question, right? I mean, it's only four fourth round draft pick. That's not much. But to answer your question, though, I don't even think Trey's going to be the number two player or two backup. Uh, uh, Cooper, Rush. Cooper Rush is still there, and, he, and if I'm not mistaken, you know when he plays, he wins games. I'm like, am I tripping? No. So for I'm you to be saying, I just, I just only know if he's going to even like next future. year. Is Cooper Rush the future? He's going to be on the team. No, he's going to be on the team, but he's not the future, future as what the though? Cowboy. He's going to be on the team. He's a guy that, that, that one thing about backups, bro, in the NFL, if you show that you can prove it to win games, oh, we're going to keep you on the stand. They did not we trade gonna keep, for we gonna keep you. They did not trade for Trey Lance saying, we hope he beat out Cooper Rush. So you think they they traded for, for Trey Lance to say that we think this kid is going to be the future of the Dallas Cowboys. Why would you, why wouldn't, why would you make this trade well, maybe, you know what, for the James, former number three James, pick? Maybe you know something I don't know. Ah. If I pay the big Oh, they're going to develop you. <laughs> oh. um, this is for depth. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. If, if Trey Lance was showing any sort of potential uh, at all, then the team that spent a ridiculous amount of right. picks to get him would have kept him on the roster. I do think this is a great situation for Trey Lance because the longer that he was with the Niners, the more pressure it's on Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch to explain why he's not playing when you used all that, that capital. The conversation about is he ever going to develop, all of that is just weighing on Trey Lance and on the Niners. In this situation, we know Dak Prescott is the, is the quarterback, and we know Cooper Rush is the backup because Cooper Rush earned that spot last year. So this is a, this is a no-pressure situation for Trey Lance for at least – this Lance. year, for at least this year, and for the Cowboys. We haven't seen Trey be able to no, play. I'm saying when, when stuff like that, like, I've been in they a They used rec- a fourth-round pick, understand. though. Like, the pressure, the pressure was on the Niners. But, but, Three first-rounders and a third-round pick, the pressure was on the Niners. Use a fourth-round pick to get, a, ba- get a, a raw talent. There's no pressure this year for Trey Lance to get out there or to show anything at all. Depth at this position, we have seen year after year, has become more and more important. Yeah. The Niners should know most of all about having depth at that position. Is so it, I like but, the move, and I like the trade, and I, not, like, I like using an appropriate pick on him, which is a fourth-round pick. But I'm not, hold on real quick. I'm not saying the pressure on Trey. This was fourth-round pick, give us to him, the pressure on Dak. I'm oh telling you right now, if Dak has a year like he had last year to where it's like you say all the time, it's his fault. I'm not saying Trey Lance is a better player, but if it's his fault, right, where he throws an interception to lose it, right, and then the next season they don't win it again, I, I just think that. They brought me, Trey Lance me, over me, there for me and Dak, we're, I, not, we're not closest players. I was way better than he was. But I can imagine if, they, if, if the Eagles were like – I don't know, trade for a, a, a player like that's the same boat as Trey Lance. I'm not, I'm not worried. I think, I think. I'm going to sleep at a, but I, I, dreaming about all type of stuff. At, at I think it's somewhere between where Joy is and where James is. I think that Trey Lance will maybe one day hopefully contribute. I think you traded for him for hope. It, like, I'm hard-pressed to say you traded for him for depth because it's not quality depth because he's just not good. Will Greer is better than Trey Lance. We saw Will Greer be better than Trey Lance mm-hmm. in yeah. the last game where the Cowboys, I believe, played the Raiders in the mm-hmm. final preseason game. 29 of 35, four touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance can't do that at any level, quite literally, not professionally. Wait, wait, and so oh, I don't sorry. know that it's a depth thing. I don't think it's going to replace that, but Trey is 23. I think it's a hope. I think it's a we still young. hope yeah. that in three years, it's Trey Lance will be able to be something. I hate the trade, though, in totality, because we say the Cowboys only gave up a fourth-round pick. But I'm thinking about the Cowboys' fourth-round picks. Tony Pollard, mm. franchise tagged. Dalton Schultz was franchise tagged. Mm. Dak Prescott, 
was franchise tag. Tyler Biotish, he's a starting center. Jake Ferguson, he's supposed to be the next great at tight end. Doran Armstrong, he had eight and a half sacks mm-hmm. last year. Cowboys, one of the best drafting teams in football. So Trey Lance, in my mind, he better contribute. Because a fourth-round pick to the Cowboys, that just, means some he, stuff. He wouldn't, he wouldn't better contribute in for the Niners. It was three first rounds in the third round, and now they traded for a fourth round, and you better contribute in Dallas. He better could have contributed it for the Niners. Right. They used yeah. half their draft class for the next three years to get him. He doesn't have to do anything in Dallas. I agree with you. A fourth-round pick isn't a throwaway pick. It's not nothing. But if he has any potential at all in the league to develop, he's not going to develop with the Niners because obviously they tried and they yeah. couldn't, yeah. and the pressure is too much for him in San Francisco. So he can go to Dallas. He's not going to start. He's not going to be the backup. He can have an opportunity to grow. And if next year he still is at the same level, then you use the fourth round pick on him and you took a realistic, normal chance on a player that was came that played 19 games in college. I just think that when we talk about like putting pressure on, on a on a franchise quarterback, it's like like what's he show you to make like like what's he do well for you to feel like that? Like what's he do, Trey Lance, what's he do well to, to well, think that he's gonna that, that's why I said develop the young fella. And, and that's what I think this is. What does and he do? If, what if does Coach he do well? If feels like he could develop him, yeah. then if Dak Prescott does not get this team to where they are trying to go I know, but in two years, I don't think he sees I another just want that answer. I just want that question answered before we leave. When you watch him play, what does he do well? Trey Lance struggles right now, but, but he does have the talent at the quarterback position. That's why he was the number three pick. I guess but he has to get developed. I guess that means nothing. He didn't say it. To me, I guess I'm, we didn't say nothing. Right now, he didn't answer, so we're going to say nothing. What did he do in college? What did he do in college, I guess? He was, he was big, he, he was, was fast, he had a strong arm. And he, that's it. That's, that's, that's what he does special. That's the same thing he got now. He exists well. He doesn't really do anything well, but he exists well. They drafted him off of that. It wasn't like he was just lighting college up. They drafted him off his potential from what they were seeing. He can run. He's big. He has the arm talent. That's the same thing he got now. You should be a lawyer. (laughs) He doesn't answer questions. (laughs) (laughs) All right, when we return, Baker Mayfield. He is the starter in Tampa, replacing the greatest of all time in Tom Brady. But can he lead the Bucs back to an NFC South (laughs) title? That's next on Speed. That's a dot. That's a dot. <laughs> okay, we got to get to our hurry up offense, people. Got to keep it fast. Got to keep it fast. Baker Mayfield named the starting quarterback in Tampa Bay. And he capped off the preseason with a perfect six for six. Passing touchdown found Chris Godwin back at the end zone. Things are rolling. Joy Taylor, can Baker Mayfield lead the Bucks to an NFC South title? Can he? <laughs> yes. Will, Will. he? I don't think so. I think the Saints are going to win this division. But this is a very shaky division. There's a lot that can go wrong throughout the course of an NFL season. I really think it's anyone's division to win. So why not, Baker? They do have a lot of veteran talent there. They have a lot of talent that's played in Super Bowls. If he can keep it on the rails, I don't see why they won't be in the running for it. I think he will. I think he will. I think this is... One of the easier things Baker Mayfield's had to do in his professional football career. I mean, if you went 11 wins in a league with Ben Roethlisberger, a division with Ben Roethlisberger, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow. Oh, years ago? I would ho- That was. Okay. But I would hope, I would hope, I would hope that you could win a division with Bryce Young, Desmond Ritter. Derek Carr. And Derek, Derek Carr. Carr. I would just, I would hope. Again, Derek Carr, for as much as I love him, I think Derek Carr is an outstanding individual. James, you know he is a phenomenal human being. I think he has... Two playoff appearances yeah. in his career um, and not that many winning seasons. So Derek Carr is a very good quarterback, but for whatever reason, it doesn't amount to wins, or at least it hasn't amounted to wins for Derek Carr. 2-5. I think he can. I'm not super big on Baker Mayfield, but I'm big on this team. You know, I've seen Todd Bowles 
months ago and when they when they acquired Baker Mayfield. I said, what the heck are you doing getting him? You know what he said? He said, for the money and the team we have, he said, listen, he's not a lot of money and the team we have is really, really good. And he's right. That team is super talented on defense and on offense. You got Chris Godwin, you got Mike Evans. They're still there. I think the offense line is finally healthy again. And just to manage the game, like Baker, he's, you've been there before, right? Right. Just don't lose the game. And I look at this division, Young division, right? And not a lot of talent. And then you look at the Saints. I do think the Saints will have a good year. I think Derek Carr will have a good year. But yeah. if history repeats itself, Derek Carr has never, ever, ever won a division. That's something to think about. So I think he'll do well, but I don't, I don't see them beating uh, the Bucks. I hear everything you guys are saying, but absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, what was the Bucks record? Playoff team. I don't know, like 9-8? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Playoff, playoff Tom team. Brady, but it really did not look good. Mm-hmm. You got what I'm saying, right? With all the talent that they had out there, they were not a good football team, right? Got ran out of the building by the Cowboys in the playoffs. Um, so now you're telling me Baker Mayfield with that same talent is going to come win more games than Tom Brady did? Absolutely not. He is not going to come in there and win this division. Absolutely not. Since he has entered into the league, and I know five years ago, four years ago, he took Cleveland to the playoffs and all that. Since he's been drafted, since they called him number one overall, he's led the league in interceptions, right? Last year, he got benched and beat out by P.J. Walker coming fresh out the XFL, all right? I don't think he finishes the season. I think we see Trask enter into this thing and play some football games and and finish the season for the the, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm not a believer in Baker. He's been on three teams in four years, obviously, because he's not like that, right? And I don't see him leading a team that Tom Brady couldn't lead uh, and win more than 10 games with nine games. I don't see them leading to no division. Let's move to Denver. They have a quarterback who's supposed to be like that in Russell Wilson. But if you all recall, they signed Jared Stidham this offseason, two-year, $10 million deal. And Jared Stidham actually did look really good in his last preseason game. Again, as, as many at this desk will say, it's just preseason. But I do think there's something to it. Shady, should Russell Wilson be worried at all about Jared Stidham? Nah, what's he getting paid against? One and how much? A lot. Yeah, he'll be all right. He'll be fine. I think with Sean Payton and him together, they'll have a better, better year. Now, I will say this, though. If he, if he plays badly, like he played last year, and they get late into the season, then you might see some changes. But right now, nah, he's good. Ooh, oh, he's good. Mm. Nah, he doesn't have to worry about that at all. At all. They're going to let Russ cook even if Russ is on the menu. <laughs> he's going to be out there all season long. I don't even think if it starts to go badly at the end of the season, they're going to take him out. It's too much money. Yeah. You've got to see if there's any way you can get it back on the rails. He has absolutely nothing to worry about. Uh, I'm worried about this one a little bit because you talk about two-year $10 million, and I had a chance to watch Denim last year with the Raiders, and he came in there, and we all, the walk, we, walk, we all walked out of the building thinking like, okay, you're going to let Derek Carr know. We, all, go, we already know that. We're thinking like, this kid might be it. You know what I'm saying? The way he played, you know? And even if you watch him in practice, the way he was could, driving the ball down the field and all that, he could play. And then to come in in preseason with Sean Payton, right? If Sean feels like this kid gives you a better chance, you know, like I said, I don't think it'll be early in the season. Of course. But if this thing gets in the middle of the season and – it Jay, could be I'm, a possibility. I'm surprisingly with you. Like, I think there's something to concern yourself with. Not present, obviously. Not for the first four, five, six, seven weeks. But Sean Payton cares too much about his own legacy, yeah. his own resume, his own reputation to let Russell Wilson ruin his season. Mm-hmm. You can do that to Nathaniel Hackett yeah. and his one-year coaching stint self. But you're not going to ruin my season if I'm Sean Payton. Jared Stidham, I believe, was a fourth-round pick. He was highly touted. Played a year at Baylor. Was really good there. Went to Auburn and had a really successful career there. So Jared Stidham is a capable quarterback and I also think you got to watch who do coaches select Sean Payton inherited Russell Wilson Mm -hmm. Sean Payton selected Jared Stidham only paying him 10 million dollars so there's something to it but I'm always fascinated by Jared Stidham Sean Payton said I want you 
He said, I'll take you, Russ. But he said, I want you. And for, the, and for the world who really hasn't had the opportunity to really sit down and watch Denim, he does a lot of things Russell Wilson does. Really athletic, can move outside the pocket and run, has a really good arm, right? Really smart quarterback. He does a lot of stuff that Russell Wilson can do. So it won't be like he can't run this offense and run this offense and have some success. So this one worries me, even though Russ is still getting that bag, making I'm that money. Say, he, he has to He play. doesn't make what Russell Wilson yeah. makes. Yeah, he, he has to play, though. Has to play. Well, when we return, we got to talk about a little bit of drama. Kevin Durant. Devin Booker, NBA stars clapped back at U.S. 100-meter and 200-meter world champion. And you got to hear about all of it in our take. That's next on Speak. Let's get to our two-minute drill. A little less than two minutes on the clock. Noah Lyles, U.S. champion, world champion in the 100 and 200 meters. He kicked up dust after winning. He said, you know what hurts me the most is after watching the NBA Finals and they have world champ on their head. World champ of what? The United States? Dame Lillard, he chimed in. Kevin Durant, he chimed in. I got to be honest, I agree with Noah Lyles. Again, I watched all of the meet. He beat people from Botswana, from Liberia, from South Africa, from Jamaica, from the Dominican Republic, from Japan. You can be the best in the world and not be a world champion. I think to be a world champion, you have to compete in a global sport. I think to be best in the world, it's a domestic They don't let players from other countries play in the NBA? They do, but they're not competing against Do we have a team in Toronto, Noah? It's North America, first of all, just just to be clear. We want to be technical and throw some shade. Please, under, please, please understand he did not say that. What did he say? The United States or did he say North America? United it's States. North America. The, it's North America. Toronto is in Canada. Correct. Okay, just want to be clear about that. So if you're going to throw shade, at least throw it correctly. But I don't right? even I'm know that. I'm a doctor. On. I care about words. Hold, hold. Talk to me. You're playing the best players the in the best world. best players in the world Play in are the in the NBA. Correct. They are not in Brazil. They are not in where, I don't, Germany. I don't care where you, they are in the NBA. That is the best players in the world. But don't you think there is a difference between being a world champ? Because to be a world champ, if you are a person who has had to beat everybody in the world. They do. All the best players are playing in the in NBA. The world are in the NBA. It's not debatable. The best players in the world play in the NBA. I, I, I agree with but that. How is that not a world competition? Because it's not. It's a domestic competition. It is North Actually, America. It's not. It's North America. He tripping. North America. At the Shady. end of the day, he tripping. I mean, what are we talking about? Come on. <laughs> Congrats to Carrie and the girls. Four by one. He tripping.